0: Welcome to being Baltimore in Charlotte with Donita and Deanitra. We are two friends who decided to relocate to Charlotte from Baltimore for various reasons.
1: We are here to share our trials and triumphs along the way to entrepreneurship. We'll talk about complete wellness, business building, and relationships and how you can fit it into your daily life.
0: We want you to leave each episode feeling loved, encouraged, and supported along your life's journey. Please join us each week for our conversations.
1: welcome to another episode of being baltimore in charlotte with yanitra and, and danita all right y'all we have a really really good topic today we want to discuss we want to start our healthy mental health series our good mental health series um now is as perfect time as any in the season mm-hmm. while it's early and then we will get the interview with the a black male therapist okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, soon probably sometime next week or at mm-hmm. least record and then we'll have the conversation prepped and ready for y'all so we can develop some really good questions to ask him his thoughts his opinions but we're going to start yes. the conversation discussing what things that we've done to facilitate really good mental That's health right. mm-hmm. and like where is what was your low what did you do to get out of that low and have
0: you have you see- sought out some type of therapy whether it's a therapist by license or you know your somewhere in your family your friend like what have you done to make those low times um come up and get you out of those because everybody doesn't go to a therapist which is a whole nother discussion that we probably gonna have like because it's in our community
1: but we can yeah we should just go ahead and have that part of the discussion now community
0: it is a you know a phone call to you don't go to a therapist um you know you don't cry you don't you know get up and you're okay and shake it off and you know in our community that is big and um i feel like now is the time for us to start saying it is okay right to do whatever it is to get you out of that mental health you know you might not want to go to a therapist immediately but you might want to go to your pastor. You might want to go to your friend who is
1: has has good vibes, or you might want to just go to a, a group or something, right? So, in the you know, since we're talking about the black community and why it's so difficult, um, I think it kind of it should go back to, or well, the origins probably could be found in slavery. Oh, absolutely. Um, let's just. Even with, with women, allegedly they the doctors back then didn't think that we felt pain mm-hmm. the same way that a white woman would feel. Like we had a very high pain tolerance. Mm-hmm. And let's just be honest, like a doctor to a black woman is just like the police is to a black man. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. the the first thing you know, the first thing if any kind of reproductive issue or something is therectomy. We saw it in we see it in all the T V shows. Oh, yeah. We, historically that is a thing and it's a way to keep the population at bay because everybody knows that we are stronger in a whole lot of capacities but we are still human and we still feel pain so let's just start with that and even just the conditions of slavery like under the conditions in which our ancestor worked our ancestors worked um in the heat without proper hydration oh. mm-hmm. coming across uh, the middle passage on those boats all crammed up Eating whatever they gave us. Mm-hmm. That's how high blood pressure let's be, let's, let's developed. The scraps. The scraps, Right. Honey, we took them scraps and made it. Yes. A thing, yes. honey. Honey. We took them scrapes and took made them scraps and made what they
0: are what what now every culture
1: every culture is, is seeks, it. Is seeks everyone, it. Everyone. I I don't know if you ever watch *How Off the Hogan we're not gonna get into this. Yes. But literally it talked about these two chefs yes, um mm-hmm. that were trained the one was President Ham- George Washington's uh George Washington's chef and um I forgot the other black guy's name. But they he went to I think Jefferson. Yes, it was pres it was Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson sent his chef to Paris to train mm-hmm. and learned how to make macaroni. what they called macaroni pie, which is now macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. So literally, you know, we, we have that ability as a people to make the best out of any situation and i think a lot of cultures every culture except for european culture colonized Mm -hmm. european culture Mm -hmm. who just assumed that they could just come and take and do whatever so yeah let's make the black people because they can adapt to anything Anything. so let's Mm -hmm. just let's just make and then so as things are happening to us Mm -hmm. during slavery we're being raped we're being beaten we're being overworked we're not being paid Mm -hmm. um we are just expected and then then let's just take the the whole using the bible to keep you enslaved Mm -hmm. mentality which makes a lot of people very leery of religion right now Mm -hmm. so that's where that whole thing came from Mm -hmm. like you know things are happening to us very traumatic things have happened to our ancestors and we are just expected Mm -hmm. to deal with it get up dust the boots off and move on um
0: and what you just said about the physicians being to black women what police are to black men mm-hmm. um let's just talk about that a little bit really okay quick. um okay. because i'm sure that some of our listeners may not even have had that thought before like wow um i mean because i know the first time i heard, that was brought to my attention Like, I'm and I work in the medical field, right? So, I see a lot of the um, things that happen with our culture there. Um, However, a lot of people don't see it until it's brought to their attention. So, for instance, you know, like you said, with the hysterectomy, of course, um, that is something that is major in our culture because of five boys. Five boys are big in our culture. Um, I, I mean, the black females have the highest number. And um, it's because once again, of all of the steroids and stuff that we had to eat from the scraps, right? From the scraps, um, the milk, the, you know, all of those all things, things that, that bodies, are not good for us, right. um, our bodies,
1: didn't want rejected it and and there we here we go with all these other illnesses whatever now that's what i did not know about the history of five boys like that was the number one issue it is issue issue. It's, in, it's,
0: how it's, how it's prevalent in black women
1: it i is. did not know that
0: um and so uh, um i i am one who had, who suffered from five boys my it, it's in my family so um i actually had a great doctor who offered me laparoscopic versus just, you know, hysterectomy. Right. Um, but you got to do your, you, you know, you have to know your body and you know what you want and blah, blah, blah. And for me, you know, partial hysterectomy was what I wanted because of other things. Like I didn't, even, I didn't want kids and it just was the chances of mine coming back were greater than if I did, you know. And I gotcha. just didn't really do that. So right, right. Is is it? There are things. If I had small ones that would not come back, then I probably would have went the other route. However, there are a lot of people out there that's not getting those options.
1: Right. the The option is just let's just take everything yes. out. You don't want to have, you know. Mm-hmm. What was that mm-hmm. show on Amazon? What about the. the not I want to say middle passage but that is not correct um the the black the black girl was on the run from state to state on a train like it was the underground railroad was it called underground railroad it could have been. it was something underground underground underground. No. underground railroad it could have been well whatever the case may be the the train was glorified you know from state to state but each state had its own issue where they um encountered an issue with some part of what we see now in systemic racism right so they are in this town where everything seems really good and they can read and they can be free and they can have jobs um but they had this museum that mimicked uh slavery but then there was this doctor who just kept pushing for hysterectomies and kept giving the black men pills that made them cough and die
0: Mm. Uh,
1: so whatever they were giving them and so like the stores that were for the black people didn't have candies and, you know, all the niceties mm-hmm. that would be, that was in the white people's store. But the point that I'm making is the first thing he, the doctor suggested he was examining women is that, that they should take, just have a hysterectomy. You mm-hmm. don't have to think about the trauma that mm-hmm. happened to you. Mm-hmm. Because fact of the matter is if you were on a plantation back then, you oh, were raped, you if you would, weren't yes. raped by the master and his sons or anybody Mm -hmm. white you were raped by your own people Mm -hmm. because that was the learned behavior that's what was taught and so instead of dealing helping them to deal with the trauma of it it was let's take your let's have a Mm history you don't have to deal with this anymore so i thought about that in a sense when we you said that this is what you want your topic to be we have had so many traumatic things that has happened to us as people Mm -hmm. not just not just from being black but just as as people we experience trauma and the same accommodations that are afforded to the quote unquote white, white race is not afforded to us because we are expected because we our ancestors survived slavery we are expected to just toughen up
0: well and listen we not, not only slavery our ancestors has you know they have overcome major major i mean think about our grandparents who had to go through um segregation mm-hmm. and you know all that kind of stuff i just feel like we do encounter um a lot of residual mental health issues from our ancestors um not realizing that your great 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 grandmother was um sexually abused right beaten whatever it was um which means Her children had to suffer while she was mentally dealing with this issue. So, therefore, she has emotionally scarred them, and it just
1: kept going. And she perpetuates the same behavior because it's, I only beat you because I love you. Absolutely. Um, Mm -hmm. Shut up before I give you something to cry for. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you just went upside my head, (laughs) ma'am, and you want to tell me... (laughs) just shut, shut up, up. <laughs> you won't give me something to cry Some words I'm, already cried. I'm already crying I'm already crying and I can't cry Like just think about yeah. that for a second mm-hmm. so you go to school and you get bullied you go to school and we called it picked on back then but <laughs> you go to school and you get bullied or the neighborhood is making fun of you or your teacher is mean to you or she's embarrassed you mm-hmm. where now with our children we have had um, because we've gotten, be, we've become more educated. We let them know that the different avenues that they can to talk to us about it. Our parents may have been fight back or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. girl, go ahead, ain't mm-hmm. nothing, ain't, that's just ain't that's you'll grow, I'll grow that. Well, so those traumatic events mm-hmm. that make us a little crazy right now were not properly dealt with, mm-hmm. and so here then henceforth our topic of how we get to good mental health. Mm-hmm. Um I would so, love to see things be better in our community but I think it starts with conversations like this.
0: Oh, absolutely. And um and not to mention, you know, like our community fund. Like let's just talk about financially. Like we have a lot of very good, wealthy, well-off members of our community. We do. However, we have a lot of members of our community that cannot afford as you said the um the outlets and the resources um that those who and tools yeah resources yes they just don't have them um and then in that within that same community they don't have the resource but they're also being taught not to use the resource that they can have because you don't want to tell them your business oh my goodness we don't do that i just had this comment it was a why are you
1: why are you what goes on in my house stays in my house meanwhile the family child molester is running rampant in the household just having his pick of the litter his mm-hmm. or her mm-hmm. because women did it too mm-hmm. because we keep these secrets mm-hmm. of all this trauma and then we carry that trauma in our hearts we carry it in our minds we carry it in our wounds oh, we, we just carry it. we carry all it over all the us. time all over and mm-hmm. I, I i'm happy to say and i'm very fortunate to know that i have not experienced Any kind of sexual trauma of that amount, Mm -hmm. but I know so many that that have, Mm -hmm. and the mothers look the other way, or they they they're faced with their attacker all the time time. at every family function, every you I come home from school, this guy's here, and the family know
0: it, and they're sitting at the table watching the interaction, right? You, You know what I mean, like or the family know it and you got blamed. And you're just holding Well, you head. shouldn't
1: be walking around with them short shorts on anyway. Yeah. I'm
0: a I'm nine ma'am. Nine I am nine years old. When am I to wear what am I supposed to wear? What am I supposed to wear? What am I and so- this is
1: my house? It's supposed to be my safe
0: place. Right. So um no, you, you're absolutely right. And I feel like um when you now that we can have these kind of conversations. And I mean, and don't get me wrong, there are still there are still homes and people that are teaching those, teaching children as we speak those same behaviors of don't talk about it right don't cry get up get up if you cry you know I mean they beat you up, if they beat you up I'm gonna beat you up like all of that kind of stuff oh my god
1: I know I've heard the stories like that has had like so many times if you don't fight if you don't fight if you don't beat them I'm gonna beat you what so I gotta go ahead fight for my life
0: and if I lose
1: I'm gonna come ahead it, no, I ain't going to be, I'm not, I'm not going to be mm-hmm. nah. mm-hmm. incredibly effed up. That and is. you know,
0: and you know, another thing that I don't think people think about is a lot of that is why we have so much division within our community. Right.
1: Because we are carrying around these traumas and we don't have an outlet. We don't have somebody, we don't have somebody to help us to process the things Mm -hmm. that have happened to Mm -hmm. us and i'm going to continue to say us even though some things i have not experienced there is a lot that there's a lot that i have experienced so um just on a just on the strength of death we've all experienced death of someone that we love so you counseling is always a thing people don't necessarily go to counseling because you're telling the business but there are other ways that we can deal with it but how many people are actually dealing with it Mm -hmm. like we, we have journaling we have affirmations all this information is literally free though because the library is free everybody can get a library card but do you know someone that can point you into that direction and the teaching of mental health and processing the mental health is so scarce that it's looked at as a new idea this is a new idea Because the Lord can fix everything. Jesus fixes everything. And I'm not saying that religion is not a thing. But how many times was the pastors and the deacons at the hands of the abuse? And I feel
0: like the thing is, it still goes back to your immediate support system. Right. Because if I go into anywhere, whether it be the pastor, the deacon, the school teacher... The anybody, I should feel safe enough to come to my immediate support system, my your mother, your my parents, mother, who are my, who yes. are
1: responsible for protecting you and taking care of you. I should feel okay to say to them, or whoever
0: it is, your aunts, anybody, um, this happened to me. Whatever it is that happened, this, this happened, happened to, me. to me, and this is the person that did it, and you that you shouldn't have to feel like, do you believe me? Like you
1: should, it shouldn't be a question or doubt in your mind. Yes,
0: you should know that my mother is going to believe me. You know, my, um, I feel like my my mother fostered that kind of relationship with me to the degree of I know that if anything outside of the house happened to me, she will believe me. You know what I mean? She will believe me. And even though we had the mentality, you know, I was brought up on the mentality of that's your teacher, they're an adult, you don't deal with them, that is my job, right, right. and I, I I still today believe that because as a kid, they shouldn't be fighting that adult battle, however, with that being said, if I went to my mother and said that the teacher did this to me, and it hurt me, or she said this to me, and it was just, you know, my, then she was addressing that, right you know like Like how many parents don't yeah i I mean i I knew that but that i'm just saying that to say if you're not fostering that kind of relationship with your kids or if you don't feel like you are mentally able to be there for them yourself Mm -hmm. then then put
1: people in place place. put some position put some safety in place of
0: your village you -hmm. know um When I was bringing Delonda up, I had, listen, we had a village. And um, I taught her from very very early on, if you don't feel comfortable coming to me with something, then these ladies right here are who you go to. Absolutely. And if you, you know, if you don't feel comfortable with me, at least I know that you're going to go to these ladies and, and get they're the going right to guidance. give you the right guidance and if it's going to affect your life in a way that i need to know they will come with you to tell me you know what i mean right. like that's what we fostered in our village and we need i mean the truth of the matter is today to me people aren't building villages for their they're
1: not they're not kids, god you know? no they're not building
0: villages you know, there no
1: villages yeah. being built right now yeah. um very
0: seldomly do i see you know, people having that type of village for their for their kids. Um, and not just for your kids. I mean, think about it for your family in general. You right. Know? Um, I just yeah, I, I just think that we need to change our mindset as a whole on how we can get this mental health issue to not be an issue.
1: It should not be an issue, right? We should not be having these discussions in 2021. No. Um, with COVID still around they're talking about COVID fatigue and how people just feel like it's never going to end. These are real things that people are dealing with and are experiencing. And I just know, like I under, I now understand being in a position of quote unquote perceived power as a manager and dealing with, I was looking at my Facebook post and dealing with the issues of a black man being disrespectful to me because I'm enforcing policies and rules in place. Mm-hmm. And I, re, I I saw this comment from a young man um, on my Facebook page, Darrell Stanton, um, who just was like, he said, unfortunately, this is a real thing in our community because the black man is so beat up upon mm-hmm. that the unprotected black woman, the most unprotected species is the black woman. Mm-hmm. He feels it's okay to beat up on You know Mm -hmm. some kind of way mentally emotionally and that's why there is so much abuse in black families Mm -hmm. it's because the black man is not getting um validation or he's not processing the trauma Mm -hmm. that he may have experienced as a child or the abuse that he's experiencing at work we have no idea what's going on until we foster an environment of a nurturing environment where a black man can feel comfortable talking to his sister, his mother, mm-hmm. his aunt, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. his wife, his right. baby mother, and not be deemed weak. Well, I, that's just what I feel. Well, I mean, yeah. and it's true.
0: It, it's the truth. I mean, that that's your feeling, but it's not just, I mean, it's all over. If you have a conversation with somebody about that topic, you're going to get that same thing for especially... A black man who is not afraid to say, I've been through this trauma. And if it wasn't for the fact that I had a strong black family or a strong support system to say, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to, you know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to, you know, so, um, and I don't, I mean, this just brings me to, I was watching um, Murder um, right at First Sight oh yet. okay so um <clears throat> how do you say that in the acronym mass mass right and all you might have first sight fans out there you'll know exactly what i'm getting ready to say i'm sure okay. so i was well i usually don't watch the um the in-between shows when she's when they're interviewing the, the mm-hmm. people and i just don't watch it because they kind of recapping and then, mm-hmm. you know it, i feel like it take away from the show so um they had you know how in the middle of the season they sit down and they talk about the predictions that they predicted in the beginning of the show like okay. this couple is gonna make it
1: um uh, <clears throat> i'm just at the part where they had the predictions and they are all about to get married
0: okay they're so, about to
1: meet their each other for the first so, so.
0: without telling all right just you know, fine just go but, for
1: it. <clears throat> the second um prediction
0: show they all sit around talking about the couples and this one couple the um the, the black couple. Zach and
1: Michaela. McKay- okay, Zach and Michaela. You know. Oh, I like her. Yeah. So, Zach. Um, I really like Zach. Zach is the one that comes from the the family where the white the, his his mom and dad is married. Yes, and his, brothers, his are brothers are married, and, that, and, and yes, that's why yes, he yes. wants to
0: be married. Okay. So for me, when I was watching the show last night, Zach is very. As you watch the show, he is very emotional. And he says that after they get married, you know, and you see him or whatever, or, or when they get married. Right. Did they get married yet? Did you see him get married yet? No, but okay.
1: I, but he said he 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 said something in the show that talked about his how emotional yes. he was. So he is very emotional, and um, I mean he cries. Um,
0: you can see that in him. There is a lot of love to give and a lot of you know, and he you know so. But anyway, I say that all that to say when they were doing the predictions, like, one of the ladies said, um, he cries too much for me, you know. Which, I mean, listen. Right. For her, it might not work. But, how many times, I say that to say, how many times do men want to express themselves to not, may not be nobody in their family. They may want to express themselves at that moment
1: And they get called everything but a man. They get called punks and pussies like and weak and you cry
0: too much. But yet, on the other hand, a woman, now this is a woman who said he cried too much for me, but yet, in her relationship, she's going to want her man to show his emotions to her. Right? Like, I mean, every woman wants a man that's going to love, protect them, but but if you can't show me your emotions when you are down, if you need to cry and, and you can't cry around me, mm-hmm. like wh- what am I going to expect from you after that? Right. You're going to then start going through all of the mental anguish of, I can't release this. Now I'm angry. Now, you know, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to do this with you. No, I'm not going to, you know, like it just trickles down into a whole so, but they don't. People don't look at it that way, right?
1: It it is a it's a domino effect in the black family. Like, you know, if we going off the fact that the man is supposed to be the head of the family, if we are going biblical, your head is not strong. How can your family be strong? How can the body be strong? If right, the head is not strong. How can the body? That's be strong? the center of everything. That's where everything. You know, the heart is the seat of motivation or where the what's inside you internally. But the head is what makes everything work. Mm-hmm. It makes the neck turn. It makes your hands wiggle. It makes everything. You breathing. It does everything. So yes, granted, and I love I love how in the in a game of chess that the queen is the one that protects the king. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the ways that the queen needs to protect her king. She lets she needs to be able to let she needs to put aside whatever machoisms was that she ever. was taught. And allow her man mm-hmm. to be able to be vulnerable. Especially because being vulnerable creates that extra level of intimacy, intimacy. that we all say we want. Yeah. We all say we want it. We all say we need it. And then we get a man that can be that. And we be like, oh, I don't know. he's doing too much. He's uh-huh. he, he doing
0: the he, most. God. Girl, he calling he's me so, again.
1: He's so emotional. Oh, he's just, oh, my God, I can't
0: deal with I this. I can't take this. Like- but yet... You said that you want somebody that's going to be there for you, take care of you, provide for you, support you, you know.
1: That comes with
0: it. That comes with it. That comes with it. That comes with it. And listen, let me just tell you, let my man shed a good tear (laughs) here because if he ain't crying on my shoulder, Who's I was just
1: about to, that that was my second that was my next thought that was literally my next thought becky with the good hair gonna have her shoulder exposed the girl and at work who say that's you my look worker. like you're stressed out what's
0: wrong mm-hmm. one little question or the
1: quote unquote the good his good friend that's just waiting to hear the story it's about where she can get her little mouse whiskers in there and see where she can Absolutely. where she can fit the rest of the body and so we I mean, have to listen, provide the safe haven. Listen,
0: ladies, I'm not saying and I, I'm, I'm going to say we're not saying that, that that's just one example of because we absolutely could flip the script and say that I want to be able to go to my man and tell him the littlest of thing, and he listened and cried on his shoulder about him saying, oh, she,
1: I mean, it's, it's, it's the same way. Right. We have to create these nurturing environments. Mm-hmm. Where these emotions can flow and vulnerability is not looked upon as a weakness. Mm-hmm. As a people, we as a community, we just don't, we don't have the bandwidth for it, and it's because, it's because of the, who we've been I'm trained by. You, I'm sorry. What you say? Ba- the bandwidth. <laughs> That's my good girlfriend word. That's our word. I don't have the bandwidth. <laughs> I like that word. <laughs> okay. and you, it's still not my favorite word, but it's up there with concur. Okay. I, I concur. Right. I love I concur. So honestly, like we, we have to do a better job. And even as mothers, for mothers of sons, I have two boys. And my boys know they're men now. They're young men. Mm-hmm. You know, Cub has his own family and he's raising boys. Let them say what they need to say. Mm-hmm. Let them get it out. Let them cry it out. Let them feel it. Hug them. Love them. Boy, suck it up. Men don't cry. Yo, I want my man to cry. cry. You need to cry. Because oh, yeah, what you ain't going to do is snap. Right.
0: Because what you ain't going to do is snap. Right. And take it out on me. I because you. I... <laughs> I don't know what you
1: have been through. <laughs> I'm just right. here. Hey, babe, how you doing? I got my own stuff I'm dealing with. And you just going, listen here, Negro. <laughs> I got a good old cast iron fire pan with your name <laughs> on it. Oh, snap if get, you want to. Snap, cast iron frying pan. snap if you want to, honey. I know a trick with cherries. Take a digger out. Lord. Anyway. <laughs> y'all
0: didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear that. <laughs> but, but yeah, so let so let me ask you, Dean, what what do you feel like was um and you know, we go as deep as we want. Um, what did you feel like was your lowest um point? Or maybe not lowest, but a point in your life where you felt like, Okay, I need to either talk to somebody or or whatever it was and right. you and what, what route did you take to kinda get it off of you or um help you heal or help you get past it or deal with it whichever one it was
1: so i mean there are some i guess maybe essentially what you're talking about is maybe a rock bottom because a lot of people have a rock bottom before they make a change Mm -hmm. um there has been quite a few situations but recently in my 40s i started learning about journaling Mm-hmm. and affirmations and reading books outside of the books that I was always reading mm-hmm. you know so I grew up in a religious family mm-hmm. a religious household I should say a religious household where that's all that that's that should be your only source of comfort okay mm-hmm. and I get that mm-hmm. I do I get it and I'm, I'm still a very praying woman and I'm a, a woman of faith however there are some things that just need to be processed some mm-hmm. things that need to get out some things that you just need to get out. Um, so financially, I think I had gotten to a place where I just felt like I couldn't make the ends meet no more. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been going through. I'm gonna just say that like, I think I went through a breakup. My me and my son went through a breakup. We went through a period. My oldest son, but we just wasn't seeing eye to eye. Hindsight, looking forward, looking, you know, looking back now, I can kind of see my the role that i played in it but Mm -hmm. essentially we went through a breakup and i didn't see him i hadn't i wasn't talking to him i wasn't talking to my grandbabies i hadn't seen them they were new and it was just a big thing and i felt really low and i don't think i've ever really expressed how low i felt Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until i started really getting into affirmations and one of my affirmations was I'm an excellent mother mm-hmm. because I knew what I brought to the table, but that situation and that moment made me made feel like, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. I'm not, maybe I'm not, maybe I am horrible. Maybe, and you know, you start. but maybe, I, and then in all honesty, it was probably just a breakdown in the communication. Mm-hmm. It was a breakdown in the communication and me not accepting that he was growing up and making his own decisions. Mm-hmm. So for me, once I and I still kind of was in the rut for a little while but I was I slowly but surely came out and started journaling more. I really got into my affirmations. Um I started being around positive things. I stopped mm-hmm. watching the news. Um I stopped doing a lot of the things that the negativity was constantly. TV TV. Even TV shows that just like even mm-hmm. reality shows. I stopped watching reality shows because I felt like my mind was just being constantly fed mm-hmm. some negativity. Um fast forward just a little bit we kind of got back on the men, but I still felt like I wanted to do more work I started listening to podcasts mm-hmm. um and and listening to those podcasts um one of my favorite ones is called earn your happy I learned that it was important for it was important to be able to get the things out and the host of the podcast she had a similar I'm, I'm pretty more, she had the same religious house she was brought up in the same religious household that i was in so some of the things that she was saying i was totally able to relate to Mm -hmm. and it made it a situation where i felt like i wasn't alone because i was that one soul in all of the world Mm -hmm. who who didn't know me but for some reason it felt like she was living in my head or living in my emotions and every episode every single episode that she talked about or that she brought up i just thought that it was just This was my answer that i needed Mm -hmm. this was what i was looking for this is what i was needed and then i started to make some changes and i decided to move to charlotte and things once i made a decision to do something different it wasn't i don't know if it was necessarily the move here to charlotte or the decision to move to charlotte Mm -hmm. helped me to see that i could get out of my comfort zone out of the discomfort and into something new because you can only grow in new spaces fish can not only can only grow but so big mm-hmm. in a tank a small tank the tank has to get bigger in order to for the fish to grow bigger mm-hmm. and i've there was an analogy that someone had given me and i knew i needed to be a bigger fish i needed to grow and i wasn't growing in that tiny space that i was in so for me like and in, in, let me tell you i'm probably really a boy we just had this conversation i've had this conversation with several people if it's a person if you believe in past lives and past souls i i guarantee you i was a man I but i you. like being a woman in this part but my mind I open my mouth and a man comes out sometimes mm-hmm. and it's she's telling the truth right my father calls me bill no i my father calls me bill he says i'm harder than all three of his sons put together he got three sons my brother's pretty tough my one brother i know for sure so for for somebody to say that, for a man to say that, and then have other men tell you that, and I think it's because of that way that I was brought up, in my romantic relationships, it was hard for me to kind of relate to that soft, nurturing environment that mm-hmm. needed. So I knew that if I wanted to attract vulnerability and intimacy I needed to soften mm-hmm. and I needed to be the woman that I was created mm-hmm. to be and let some of those manish ways or boyish ways. I, look, look, being a boy is fun though sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I listen, listen, I, I eat peanut butter and jelly out the jar now. Listen. Instead of being so proper and spreading it on the bread, no, no. I just like eating out the jar now because nobody else is coming to eat peanut butter and jelly. I live by myself. So yeah, that part of being a boy, I like.
0: Listen, they're all also- <laughs> it. I was a tomboy for a really long time. And if it wasn't I feel brothers, better. The clothes are more comfortable. You know, you don't feel like you are, you know, you feel like you can be you in those. So I, I get that. But you oh, she is definitely she was a boy I'm proud and her past, I can tell you.
1: So yeah, I think that was for me. Like yeah. it literally it was a breakup. And it's always, I think it's almost always. Break up or break down that leads somebody to make a change. So, mm-hmm. I'm still an avid journaler, I'm still into my affirmations. I make sure my first thoughts in the morning are positive mm-hmm. thoughts. I'm still not watching the news. And when somebody is getting on my nerves, I am not afraid to hit the block button. Listen, I just don't want them people in my space. No, I get it. I, I, for you, I what, was your, so, what was you your, what
0: was your, you know, um we're so alike in a lot of ways. Um, and I say that to say, um, we we really are, are hence the podcast. Um, <laughs> and so many other ventures that we have going on. Um, but I, I, I can think of two things that um, I can say that was a, a, a pivotal point in my life that made me, but again, it had something to do with a breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a it was a breakup on top of so many other things. You know a combination um, of things finance, finance. Um, you don't see I didn't see myself going any further in my job. Um, my I didn't have enough money or support to have my businesses grow. Um like it just it was a whole slew of things. Um, but it all still boiled down to Relationship, finance—you know—which is most of the time something that helps people. You know, you know. Anyway, or I heal trauma or finances. Yes, so I went. Um, I made the decision just one day. Like honestly, just one day. Um, and I always, I was taught to journal a really, really long time ago. So I journaled, um, and um, I journaled my prayers. I was a prayer I was a praying, I journal my prayers like twice a day. Um, you know, again, being brought up in a religious household, you know, um, you know, church and religion was my go to for you know, and it's still it always will be, you know, like your your relationship with your God is should all should never waver. Um, your faith is your faith. But like you said, sometimes you have to process even in your prayer life, even in your, you know. So, so I did, I journal, <clears throat> I journal and still journal. Um, I didn't get into affirmations until way later. Like, I think it may have been the same around the same time because you were doing something, and so it may have been around the same time I remember having a conversation with you about affirmations, but you know. Um, so for me, affirmations, um, don't come as easy for me because that's not, you know, like I, 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 have the app, they come across my phone, you know, I write them down all of that. I just, I'm um, journaling for me is the thing. I have two different journals. I have my prayer journal and then I just have my journal where I got to write, where I'm writing down my thoughts. And, um, that is always helps for me but the truth of the matter is i have to talk things out sometimes and um i do i i I have never i have i have seen a therapist before um but most of the time i'm talking my things out with my mother my sister normally they're the two people Mm -hmm. um and it was trina at one point you know she was the one person that um she was that person that had so much positive to say so much you know always and especially when she was you know you know when she was um, dealing fighting her battle so um but i did not see the end of this i just didn't see the end of the black hole I, i didn't see it it didn't um nothing in front of me was saying, girl, you going to come up mm-hmm. like nothing. Um, I, I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking to my mother. I wasn't talking. I mean, like my sister had to call and say, what in the world is going on? Like it was bad. Um, and I mean, I was going to work every day and I would kiki and laugh with the people at work. But when I went home, it was like, like, I, you know, mm. so um, I started, Journaling again. I started journaling in my prayers again. I got back into the routine of, girl, come on. You know how you're strong. You know how, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking. And so finally one day I, I had a conversation with um, one of my cousins. And um, she said, I'm going to add you to this group. Okay. Right? I'm going to add you to this group. And I did. I mean, she added me to the group. And it was um it was all it was a positive group all positive you could on only positive posts it posted it was this was before facebook groups got out of control
1: <laughs> facebook groups let's
0: it was before they got i had out to of get control. out of some of them
1: groups, some groups but this
0: particular group was really you know it was really helpful for me at the time and um and i said i'm gonna start i'm gonna start traveling, not major, but I'm gonna start, you know, doing me. Delanda was older, she was doing her. Mm-hmm. I lived by myself, you know, I'm gonna start doing me. And um I had, you know, family down here, whatever. And I came down here a couple of times and I said, I, I think I need to change. Like I think I need to leave Baltimore. Um and so I it was here in Atlanta and, and the story goes, you know, I decided mm-hmm. and then I got down here once once I started visiting here often, Baltimore felt foreign. Right. Like I was visiting there and this is where I was supposed to be. Right. So I did um I I, I said, I'm you know what? You know what, God, I'm a I'm a I am ai am i gonna go ahead and do what I said in this journal. I'm gonna I'm gonna relocate. You know what's so freaky?
1: It is freakishly weird when you write in a journal
0: and go back
1: and, and then see. you go back and you read it and you be like, oh, oh my God, God. yeah, this is what I said yep. I wanted for yep. myself. Yep. And this is this is it. Like yep. it, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know mm-hmm. how it was gonna yep. look. But I, I read this book by this woman, her name is Sarah Sarah Centrella. She's on Instagram, she's on Facebook. Um, but she wrote this book about future boards. Mm-hmm. and so she didn't want to call it vision boards. she yeah. says vision boards is living it's more than just cutting out pictures out of mm-hmm. magazines and it wasn't until i started making future boards and start looking past my little circle mm-hmm. in baltimore that i started mm-hmm. seeing things differently with a different yeah. lens um and then i there was that visit when i came here and i was like I, I, you know i'm just gonna move mm-hmm I'm just gonna move, and I Charlotte felt just as good as yeah. any other place. I mean, it was either Charlotte or the West Coast, but then I felt like West Coast was too far, too far and more. I ain't on nobody, and it was a different time zone, mm-hmm. and I probably would have been really depressed. Yeah, child, they probably would have had me oh, on no. the pole somewhere <laughs> away from everybody, trying to make it. Sweet. I'd have got yeah. over there and started eating avocado toast before it became a thing. became <laughs> so a yoga instructor.
0: <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I mean it, it is amazing, and if you don't journal, I mean, I learned. Like I said, I learned um, when I went through discipleship at church um, journaling. My my instructor there was like, you probably should journal. You, I think that you would benefit from it, and I did. I started. I'm um, journaling, and um, as you said, you know, when you go back, if you have, if you don't journal, I am telling you, and even if it's just your prayer journal or writing journal, I am telling you when you write something down manifest and you go back and read Mm -hmm. you know like it is mind blowing Mm -hmm. it is like oh my god my prayer journal my old prayer my new one is kind of you know it's new and pretty and just you know kind of you know but my old prayer journal is amazing because you go back and read it you know I would go back and read it and be like oh my god and then you start writing dates in it like you know but um i i i encourage people to really journal to journal if you can and if you you might not be a big journaler but just write stuff down yeah. like it ain't got to be paragraphs. just right. write just it down writing. they have and, so um, many
1: different journaling styles that you can yeah. look up on mm-hmm. pinterest um you mind too, maps right? yeah. mind maps we talked mm-hmm. about that yesterday mm-hmm. or the other day how yeah. mind maps help or well, sometimes coloring my yeah, girlfriend yeah. jody oh, i need to check my mail so she got me into, you know, the color adult coloring yeah. books with mm-hmm. all the colors, mm-hmm. and my God, that is the most it's, relaxing it's, it thing It ever. is, it is. I, I
0: love would, coloring. I
1: never thought. Of mm-hmm. I love coloring. We need to sit out in the in the in the I love coloring.
0: I did not I, know that. No, yeah, but also can. too,
1: like gratitude is a big thing for me. So my journal style, like, I'll have pages where I just do, you know, just I gotta get stuff out, and but my everyday is. 20 things of gratitude i start with gratitude i go into some piece of spiritual thing Mm -hmm. my affirmation and then what i get to do today Mm -hmm. not what i have to do what i get to do today Mm -hmm. and that kind of helped me get out of that mindset of everything was a task Mm -hmm. everything was hard and now i can i see that even though when things are challenging it is literally Mm -hmm. just a challenge that can be overcome Mm -hmm. and i always say you know my favorite thing is choose
0: you always have a choice like, you choose your your position for that day you choose happy you choose it i mean the things that happens in your life is i mean they're gonna happen they're they something beyond our control some things are beyond your control however um and i'm not saying that you never listen we're not walking around here hey hey, hey. no not no. at all but what i am saying is in in order to get yourself out of some situations in your mind, you have to think about what's going on around on around you. What shows are you watching? Who are you talking to? Who's feeding into you? What is feeding into right. you? And if you really choose to keep that in you, like if right. you really choose, I choose not to. I, I mean, now I watch real LED shows, but just the other day. And I think I was talking to you. I told my mom I was like, I think I'm gonna stop watching. I'm not saying we'll name the shows, but right. I'm. A, I think I'm gonna stop watching because I they, they get on my nerves too bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and and Dee was cracking up, and I'm like, I, I really think I'm gonna stop yeah, watching it because they, they do. They get on my nerves too bad, and. So, um, but you have to think about. It. I started watching these a really long time ago because it is so depressing. Um,
1: I don't even watch the weather
0: to tell. see what's going on. I know what the I look on my phone with the weather today. <laughs> so I just feel like if you're out there and you are just going through,
1: start. If there with, are tools. Yes. We're giving you tools. Is what we just doing.
0: start with the day. Just start your when you open your eyes and say, "I'm gonna choose only positive energy today." I'm going to choose happy and start whatever it is that make you happy. If a song make you happy, put it on repeat and play it until you like, okay, if it's a passage, if it's a word, Mm -hmm. if it's, if it's your child, like whatever it is, fill your space up with that to get you to the next level and then decide what works for me. Find out what works for you because I'm not telling you that therapy is what everybody needs. But I am saying you everybody needs some kind of positive reinforcement in their life. And if you cannot talk, you definitely need to find a way to get it out, talk about it, process it. Right. You know,
1: you got to be willing to do the work. You yeah. can't just say, and I was, you know, just and talking to people in general, this is just how I've always been and this is how I am. You cannot be that person. Oh my God. When you say that to me, know that you're going on block. For a little while that's just who i've always been well you don't i said you're not a tree you can get up and move you know that right so because you can move you can change this because the thing doesn't have to be black or white and it's sometimes in how you look at your perspective but you have to they tell you in rehab i ain't never been to an aa meeting or uh, a na meeting or aa meeting but i do know enough people who have been there to tell mm-hmm. them you have to change your people places As and it, things you, yep. you have to change mm-hmm. your people places and things yep. or you are going to be you are the you're going to be just like the people you around you are the average of the five people that you spend your most yep. time with yep. you got two people on this side two people on this side of you somewhere in the middle and sometimes when it's time for you to jump into a new circle you got to go with people that's a little bit smarter than you because you can't be the smartest person in the group No, because not all the time because that means you're not growing that's, yeah. you're not growing they're
0: growing because they feed off of you you giving them all the good things right you know so you should i mean and technically most people have more than one set of friends right every set serves a different purpose and you just might be the smartest one in one of those sets but just know you're serving a purpose in your life with them but you then need to go to the people that are feeding into you everybody needs somebody that's feeding that's pouring into them if you are constantly pouring out and you have nothing
1: pouring into you oh baby Mm, mm, mm. i feel bad for you son that's my boy Jay Z. I feel bad for you son (laughs) you're gonna be tired you're gonna be you're not gonna have anything to give to yourself Mm -hmm. let alone anyone else and then that's when the snapping comes so mental health you know not not to just but just honestly it's good mental health mm-hmm. is important absolutely we have to use these tools we have to use the resources that's available to you and you have to be willing to do the work that's just what it boils down to so we're hoping to um not hoping but we are going to have an interview coming up um with um a black male mental health oh. professional mm-hmm. Is said counselor psychotherapist psych- psychologist a
0: therapist and he's specializes in he used to specialize in addiction That that's one of his specialties and I only know that because of how he got referred to me however his resume speaks volumes
1: on okay. all you know and, and addictions yeah. is another way and that oh, people, and, oh my you know, addictions yeah. is all, yeah. you know, and I was having that conversation with a, another friend of mine and we were talking about, they were saying that they didn't understand addictions. I mm-hmm. uh, said, so you have to understand that addictions is about pain yeah. and pushing that pain down. Every mm-hmm. time that pain comes up, we're going to push it down. Yeah. You could be a gym rat. You can be a workaholic. Mm-hmm. You could be an alcoholic. Addiction gambler's is not just anonymous. It's, it's, not just, no. it's not just a drug. Uh, it's a, not just a drug. Food, it's food. Food. it could be mm-hmm. it could it's just it's extremes mm-hmm. and what therapy does what getting all of the stuff out is helping you to balance mm-hmm. out so you don't have extremes mm-hmm. honestly like i have gotten into meditation and i love it yeah meditation is in breathing and meditation and a lot of people just think you're just sitting there and saying oh mm-hmm. um, it's the void of thought you're not emptying your mind of mm-hmm. thought you are focusing on a positive thought and because that's what i was always taught like oh this is this is rooted into spiritism, and this mm-hmm. is rooted into that, this. And we're not talking and about you know,
0: people. People will make anything big. I yeah. don't. If you talk to the right person, they will make anything big. Google will support. Don't, your sh- Google support you. I don't care. Yeah, it Google, will, will I don't it. care. If you can make, you can prove anything on Google. Like you can prove. I anything the point on yesterday. That. Listen. <laughs> so. <laughs> shenanigans y'all y'all you know, you know that that'll be one of our shenanigans shows but um but please y'all take it you know take everything that we say think about it process it because everything needs to be processed and um you know do what do what is best for your mental sanity
1: yeah what's best for you is not going to be what's best for me mm-hmm. it's not gonna be what's best for Donita it's not gonna be best for Joe down the street or anybody else you have to do what's best for you and you might be a person who does one thing or you might need five of these things yeah. you might need all of the things or you might be a person i'm gonna do this in the meantime and when i get i'm gonna i'm gonna jump out there and i'm gonna go see mm-hmm. a mental health specialist and listen
0: get a partner if you got a girlfriend a friend or somebody else or you're in a group or whatever find a partner everything is easier and fun with a partner I pulled some people out of some of them little crazy yeah.
1: groups and found some a great yeah. circle you, of, you, of people. You
0: can you if you need a partner for whether it's accountability or we in the same spot, let's do this together. Whatever it takes for your mental safety, that's what that's what you do. And don't let anybody else tell you that it is not okay to get help <sighs> or work on yourself. Because you
1: have to love you better than anybody else well i think that sums it up that was a word and it is the final word (laughs) excuse me me and my shenanigans so no seriously there's nothing else to say on top of that so we look forward to hearing y'all hearing from y'all next week um perhaps we if how the recording goes we might have an opportunity to go live once we have this interview, we may have oh, an yes. opportunity to go live again to have some people not be afraid to come onto the camera and talk about not reliving or rehashing yes. your traumas and your dramas and all of that stuff, but the positive things that you're doing to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So and we welcome that. And we just like to hear from you. So yes. please, please, please. Um feel free to inbox us or email us. We don't yeah, we not we win. don't share a, a lot of things mm-hmm. unnecessarily, and um, so, but it it's a we we just want to hear from you, yeah, and we want to make sure. I mean, listen, we, we want to really make sure can, we are telling y'all the right yes, things. and like, we want to
0: make sure that y'all. I mean, that we we helping y'all be safe for yourself. We want to make sure that um, you know, if you if we are the people that you need to reach out to 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 start your your journey on getting you back to you then by all means, email us, DM us. We, mm-hmm. we are here for it. I'm the biggest cheerleader in the
1: world, honey. I'm trying to tell you, I will cheer you on to the cows the home. Get it, get it, get it. Pop it, pop it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Um, of course, I hope you all receive this information with as much love as we put into it. Absolutely. And we will reconvene next week. We will reconvene next week. Next week.
0: thank you for joining us for this week's conversation it is our goal that you feel loved encouraged and supported and we'll take with you a tiny nugget to help you move forward in your journey
1: if you'd like to be a part of our weekly conversation please feel free to dm us on instagram at being baltimore underscore in charlotte or on facebook at being baltimore in charlotte